0: This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a Friday here in Pittsburgh, but it's a bye week Friday. So it's a little different. We did get to see uh, Thursday night the Cleveland Browns who the Steelers will play uh, coming out of the bye next Sunday in Cleveland. Yeah, it's nice
1: to have a standalone game for the opponent yeah. to really focus on. You know, it's like spending opponents.
0: Halloween in Cleveland. Um,
1: <laughs> Brown and orange, baby. Brown and orange. You should have seen those orange I shoes I used the, to sport.
0: I have a picture. It just reminded <laughs> me of uh, uh, one year I was driving to Cleveland, and I drove past this t- flatbed truck. Okay. Big one, and on like the back, wheeler type. Yeah, yeah. It was like a eight wheeler thing. Oh. One of the bigger size ones. On the back of the of the truck was a pumpkin that had to weigh 300 pounds. Okay. It's just a monster pumpkin. It was the only thing on the truck. Okay. And as I'm driving by, I took a picture of it on in my phone. I'm like, I've never seen a pumpkin that big. I could have climbed inside that pumpkin. Wow.
1: I didn't plan on talking pumpkins with you, but my late father-in-law, where my You guys wife like up, big pumpkins.
0: Your wife's a big a pumpkin huge, farmer.
1: Yeah, exactly. They have a huge pumpkin patch every year. And now she just married a pumpkin them. head. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But we have a picture... Of him with his tractor pulling this pumpkin out of the ground that weighed hundreds of pounds. There's
0: like, a trick to doing that, right? Uh, yeah, and I don't there's, know There's it. some I kind mean, of trick. I was a massive disappointment
1: to him yeah. because I know nothing.
0: <laughs> 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 on many levels, I'm well, on sure. On many levels.
1: I couldn't weld. <laughs> I couldn't farm. He didn't know what a first down was. I mean, we'd drink irons together and chuckle, but we, we didn't know. Yeah, I was a massive disappointment. I
0: remember when we had, we had dinner, uh, my wife and I had dinner <laughs> with you and your wife, and, and your your wife was talking about the pumpkin... Some kind I of think th- it was that. I mean, the but pumpkin- there was there was some kind of pumpkin alcoholic drink that you're Oh, he used to do that too. Yeah. He would
1: get pumpkins, hollow them out, fill them full of cinnamon. I think it was. Put them in their root cellar. I didn't have a root cellar growing <laughs> up, and then you go back in six months, you tap the bottom of it, and it's it'll get you loaded. Yeah. So yeah. they had all kinds of tricks. No root before.
0: cellar in Mount Lebanon. No, no, no. <laughs> root cellar.
1: We're in St. Clair, where I'm at, but. Yeah, so the wife's been pushing for a root cellar. You guys seem like such you. a good match. That's just well, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know what a first down is either, which is wonderful. I don't know what she does for a living either. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can imagine, I was a big disappointment to the Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it yeah, no. happens. But
1: they could grow some mean ass pumpkins out there, I can tell you that. That they needed pull had to pull the uh, the tractor out to That's get it. Out That's out in
0: Deer Township, right?
1: Deer Lakes. Deer Lakes. Yeah, Deer yeah, Lakes, Outside Terenum. but not. Tarentum's a city, but they're not in the city. Not in the it's city. not farm, farm, but yeah. we grew up a little different. I can see that. There you have it. <laughs> That's bi week conversation. It just
0: reminded me of that. It, it's, uh, the other thing it reminded me of is that the uh, Penn State Ohio State's this weekend, right? I don't know. I think. No, next week. I'm sorry, next week. Okay. This will be like the fourth time I've driven to Cleveland, and Penn State Ohio State will be on the radio as I'm driving up.
1: Strange. What's the chances? I, I mean, know. you go to Cleveland a lot. In I your do life, right? yeah, one, once at least once every year. But right, and they play every year. But still, that's an odd coincidence.
0: Yeah. So that'll wow. be that'll be happening as well. But we're off uh, to a roaring start. We are yeah. off to a roaring start. Um, this could be the final game for Ben Roethlisberger in Cleveland, unless both teams make mm. the playoffs, and the Steelers might have to go back up there.
1: Possibility. Eleven,
0: two, and one in Cleveland.
1: Eleven, in- two, and one. <laughs> wow. Man, he still he
0: he remains the second winningest quarterback in Cleveland Browns stadium history.
1: When he owned that record, it was one of the more remarkable things that I could remember. I mean, because that's hard. It took Baker
0: like three years to get there, too. Right? (laughs) I mean, he
1: obviously started slow, but they're starting to win games recently. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were a terrible team during the whole Mayfield era. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable. And he's just owned Ohio, which happens to be his home state and all that stuff too. But. Yeah, it's nice having those two in the division over the last couple of years especially the brownies not fun having the Ravens in the division lately
0: no it, it has been it got me to thinking you know people like to bang that drum on the Steelers having three playoff wins since their their last Super Bowl mm-hmm. three playoff wins in the last decade however you want however you want to couch this you they have it you want. they have three since 2015 is what they have that's true I mean you could, that, people like a the, lot better people like to stretch it back to the Super Bowl because there was but they have three since 2015. Mm-hmm. The Browns have one. Yeah. The Bengals have none. Yeah. And the Ravens. The Ravens thing. have three in that period.
1: Okay. Yeah, that adds up. I mean, so
0: it's all we talk about. it a
1: lot. I mean, and we don't need to go down this road, but I don't think most people realize how hard it is to win in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the best playoff coach, like. Belichick. Everybody,
0: everything's measured against the Patriots in this era, right? Which is insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's like comparing Ewing's, you know, Knicks versus the Jordan era, right? You know, I mean, great teams. Or, frankly, I mean, people that are old enough, my dad will tell you, boy, those Oiler teams were awesome, but they were second. You know, those Raider Reiter teams. Those Raider were awesome. teams in the seventies, got like
0: eleven Hall of Famers, and yeah. they won one Super Bowl,
1: and they're second. Yeah. You know, second's no fun. And it, it, all, all that matters is, is hoisting championships. I mean, this franchise has done it as much as anyone, so we can live on both sides of that. But even the great, great coaches, I mean, it would be a fun study. Just every coach in the Hall of Fame, what's their collective or average playoff record? Probably like 60%. It's if not that. 70 I mean, if, if that. that. Yeah. Right. I mean, 50 is pretty is is great
0: because remember Belichick's not in the Hall of Fame yet,
1: right? But so, even Walsh and Gibbs, I yeah. mean, and Parcells, and I mean, those guys. If you win fifty percent of your playoff games, you're
0: tearing it up. Until until his final year, I think Bill Cower had a losing record in the playoffs. Most do, yeah, because every coach
1: every year has a losing record. They in the won the, the, well, that the Super Bowl run
0: where they won, you know, with four games to get to, you know to mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. He was below five hundred in the postseason.
1: Yeah, I mean, every <laughs> coach gets one a year if you make the postseason, yeah. except for one. And the yeah. guy
0: who wins the Super Bowl gets three or four wins that year. Mm-hmm. And, and a couple others get a few. Kind of pumps up your average a long little way. bit. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, you win a few, it goes a long way. But if there's 14 teams in the playoffs, 13 of them are going to get a loss. Yeah. You know, every year. So Some will get multiple wins. But, right. you know, that all goes that Um
0: Made me think of that is Had the playoffs started this week, hmm. the season ended. Yeah. The Steelers would have been the seventh seed in the playoffs.
1: Okay. Before that game last before night. Before the game last night. Okay. Was before
0: week seven started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is from a team that two weeks ago people said, ah, just they're not going anywhere this season. Just mm-hmm. be done with it. Let, you know, who, who they drafting Yeah, right, right, right. Things change. Things change. And you get in the playoffs and
1: see what the team looks like then. I mean, I'm sure the line will be playing better by the end of the season. And, you know, even you know, we're talking about a little bit of history and playoffs and all that, and they haven't had enough playoff wins. I mean, there was that two-year stretch in a row where – if seven teams would have went, they would have been the seventh. You know, like, yeah. it's not like they're the 10th seed every year. <laughs> right. You know what they're I mean? not the Bengals. No. They're not the
0: Lions. Absolutely. Um, the schedule, uh, the aforementioned schedule, they had the second hardest schedule in the league to this point.
1: Through six games. Yeah, to, yeah. to
0: your point. The Steelers combined records. Uh, their opponents combined Their opponents' records. records. I think you had that in this thing here somewhere. I do. It's not. up
1: near the top. If you're looking at the Word document I sent you, the – um, you can also find all these stuff on Steelers.com that just got published, too. I think they call it Matt Stats or – no, Scout's Notebook is what they
0: The Steelers – the teams play, the Steelers have played thus far are combined 22 and 14. Really good, yeah. If you look at it, I mean, until like last week, they'd played three teams with one loss.
1: Right, and the point differential is crazy because yeah. the Bills are in there, who they got to win against. I mean, uh, they're it's plus one sixty. Plus one sixty is yeah. their average, you know, point differential for these teams or total win differential for these teams. Really difficult.
0: The remaining schedule, according to Pro Football Outsiders, mm-hmm. and they factor in level of play and all that stuff. At this point in the season, uh, is the fifth hardest schedule. Yeah. so it lightens up a little bit.
1: It lightens up a little. <laughs> I mean, you got the Lions and Bears, and Bears don't look like it's necessarily an easy game. You know, I mean. But the Bengals are better than expected. Browns are probably a little worse than expected. Yeah, you might you be know. catching
0: the Browns at the right time. Let's let's talk. Maybe a, let's talk about that a little bit. Baker Mayfield uh, telling Jay Glazer last play. night that he's he's got a fracture in that shoulder as well as yeah. the uh, the the torn um, labrum. Labrum. I don't know if he. I, Case Keenum wasn't great last night. No, he, didn't he was have to okay. Be either, but right, he was fine. He was he was passable. Mm-hmm. Um. If I'm the Browns, I tell Baker, "We're going to sit you until we're sure that."
1: If you could do me a favor, can you pull up the Browns schedule? Because I was I hadn't thought about this much till this morning, and I did that. And I don't I'm not a doctor, and Jay Glazer is not a doctor, but I'm sitting there listening to Glazer go. Well, what we need to happen is the bone needs to heal. Then we can start healing. None of this stuff's going to happen by. Halloween,
0: David Chow, Doctor David Chow. Yeah, he's good. He he uh, texted me this morning, and said that the real issue is because the because of the dislocation, he, he his shoulder went out of the socket last mm-hmm. week, which stretches all the muscles, and it was out. already injured. Yeah, yeah. So He said the real issue here is you can. Pl- he said you can play with the bone broken in there, that fractured humerus. Okay, the Glazer was talking about. Yeah, the real question is will the will the muscles around the joint hold the joint in place, to keep it's it stabilized. in the socket. Yeah. Okay. Because once you stretch that stuff out, you're stretching tendons and all that stuff. I gotcha. It, it drops out pretty easily until okay. you get that re-strengthened back up. I mean, I'm
1: not disputing what Chow said, but the way Glazer made it sound like it was the bone had to heal before that's you could rehab gonna, the. It's six weeks for a bone to heal. Yeah, so I just thought. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to happen in a week. No,
0: I, I I would not expect to see him next week against the Steelers. Me neither. Me neither. No, their schedule, they play this— That's th- why
1: I brought it up. Like, if I were in charge of the Browns, and again, I, they know much more medical than I would, I would rest them till they're bye. I mean, if, if you look at the games, and they could lose to anybody, they could beat anybody. Well, but the
0: problem is, is they play before their bye week. The, the, the Steelers, that's what I, I think the it's Bengals, the Patriots, the Lions, and then the Ravens. And then they have a bye and a raven bye. game. Yeah. yeah. You could
1: be out of it by then. You could— but getting the win last night is massive. Helped. Yeah. I still think they're favored against the Steelers, don't you? I don't know if I that lines know. come out. I think it has not come out because Steel. you
0: don't know what the this, I saw all the other the, lines. Yeah. I get sent those every week. There's right. no line on that. Okay. Um depends on what's happening with Nick Chubb. Well, but, I expect him to play?
1: Do but you? maybe I uh, last um, I heard, I mean I thought he was going to play. We'll see. Um but I think they still beat the Lions. I think they can hang with the Bengals. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't play them next week is my 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 real theme here. yeah. But, I mean, he's going to fight that all year if you don't rest it properly. He wasn't playing well before he got injured. He, gives you he wasn't an excuse. playing well with yeah. the injury. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what there is. I don't know the payoff's huge to play him.
0: I'll say this about the game last night. We had just seen that Denver Broncos team here in Pittsburgh two weeks ago. I talk about
1: that, too. Yeah.
0: The Steelers put 27 points up on them. And ran the ball. And down ran the road. ball as well as Cleveland did mm-hmm. in that game. Ernest Johnson, great story, good for him. Oh, he played well. He played great. Went out and ran the football. Got a lot of
1: yards on his own, too.
0: Did what they needed to do, but they didn't run the ball necessarily any better than the Steelers did against Denver. No,
1: no. no. I mean, they came out, got an early lead, walked right down the field, and were able to play their game. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, Broncos' defense used to be good, but they're on their, like, fifth and sixth True they, Yeah, they have no linebackers. No linebackers yeah. at all. Their
0: second level is just D,
1: The D line's okay, but Chubb and Miller are out. Yeah. Miller didn't last long in that one, so they don't secure the edge very well. They're easy to run on. I mean, they're in a they're in a bad spot right now, and their offense doesn't hold the ball long enough to help the D either. So they're a great team to for the for the Browns to play last night, and they ran it down their throat. And Johnson was really good, and more power to, power to him as you mentioned. Chubb would have ran for 225. Yeah. I mean, he would, right. he would have broke some 80-yarders.
0: Yeah. You know? Once he got to the second le- level, yeah.
1: um, he was I – mean, he's just better. He's
0: got that next gear.
1: He's got the next gear, yeah, and he's going to get more on his own. He's going to hit yeah. the hole faster. I mean, he's just a much better player.
0: Yeah, I just think I saw something. The, the Broncos had 13 missed tackles in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that would know?
1: have been 15, and, you know, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, The Steelers, of course, had issues. You, you would rather the Steelers have had issues with that in their last game than against the, the Broncos tackling you are talking about yeah
1: oh yeah yeah that, that's cuz now it's and now a, it's on the coaches right cuz it
0: hadn't been an issue if Chubb the first 5 games yeah
1: because of his home run speed
0: yeah. i mean yeah I but mean, even even with that you know when they're the watching when they're years. watching tape this week they could say okay guys we were bad tackling the last game mm-hmm. this guy's breaking tackles against you know against against the Broncos here yeah um nick chubb's going to break more tackles we got to be sound in our tackling
1: Johnson kind of reminds me of Alex Collins from that a little regard. bit. Yeah, Run, you know, runs really aggressively, has a lot to lose. Gets and low. Moves, yeah, 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 right. I mean, puts his body in harm's way over and over. Chubbs just a natural glance off you. Yeah. You know, and, and he can you know be very powerful as well. But he gets a top speed much quicker. His top speed's higher. I mean, he takes better angles. He's su- more subtle setting up his blocker. I mean, he's a great running back. Yeah. Yeah, so That's the
0: thing, you know, immediately after that game, the uh, anti-running back in the first, lo- first round. Oh, I right. heard a lot This is that. why you never draft a running back. You can find these guys anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere. But don't tell me it wouldn't have been a difference. It would have been a huge difference. A huge difference. And, yes, you can find a guy for one game or That's two games. That's a much bigger deal, too. Right. But doing it 17 times is a different story.
1: And I forget what the final score was. It was like 1917 or something like that. It was seventeen close. fourteen. 17-14. 17-14. Yeah. With Chubb, the game's never in doubt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, okay, but they—what if they get a bad bounce late and they lose that game? Well, then you're not making the argument the running backs don't matter because, yeah, yeah again, Johnson was awesome. He's one of the best players on the field. Chubb would have been better.
0: Yeah, you know, Which, without a doubt, without, without doubt. a doubt.
1: And their line deserves a lot of credit. Yeah. there's a bad front seven, but their interior line, and they—they they play with a fullback and they play with you know three tight ends and yeah, they know, were
0: they were loading up and yeah. Denver just had no. Chance to stop them, Mm-mm.
1: and it's funny because I mentioned that uh, scouts notebook I do, and the stats I've been doing. I started digging into Cleveland this morning since they, you know, have a game in hand. I mean, they did some interesting things too, even in the passing game, just in terms of personnel usage. I mean, those three tight ends play significant snaps every game. Beckham and Landry really shouldn't have been out there, in my opinion. They were. Going they may through, not be out there next. And week. they may not be out there next week yeah. either. They were shells of themselves. But I think they combined for like 14 targets, but they had nine guys that had two or more targets, yeah. and including Peoples Jones being inactive, who really might be their number one right now. I mean, that's not a stretch. And then the other one that had only one target was a fullback, and that was their only touchdown. Yeah, you know, so they were getting everybody involved, and that's what they've done all year. Yeah, they spread yeah. it around.
0: They spread it around. They do, um, and that's good for Keenum. You know, yeah,
1: Keenum's a certain type. I mean, he's going to have to run the ball and make easy throws. He's a game manager, ends and yeah, very yeah. much so. I, I thought he played well too. But one thing really stood out to me with watching him throw in that game. A lot of it has a lot of arc.
0: Yeah, there's not much arm strength.
1: No, he's not driving the ball. And if wind and things are a problem, or the Steelers might be able to run under one, or you know, just putting it over the linebackers and in front of the safeties. You no, know, it takes a while to get there. Yeah, you know, everything's a loop.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, maybe with some better linebacker play out there. Yeah. You know, they might have made some things happen. Maybe steal one
1: that they wouldn't over, yeah. you know.
0: And there were a couple of plays where he threw the ball to guys who were pretty well covered, and they just mm-hmm. happened to.
1: And they came down with it for whatever yeah. reason or bounced around or uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: But I I don't know. That passing game doesn't really worry me. No. I, I don't know if they're better off with Keenum or if they're better off. Mayfield's a better player. he's more they're ta- all right. He's the more talented player. He
1: throws the ball way better. Yeah. Yeah. But, what version? Right. You know, right. I mean, I think we, you'll, you'll see that same version of Keenum. The version of Baker, to me, could be very different than what you're used to.
0: I made note of this to you last night as well. The, the one play where Beckham got hurt in the first half. And he's right yeah. along. He's on, he's on the Browns' sideline. He goes down. And in he's, obvious pain. Obvious pain. Yeah. He's wr- he's writhing on the ground. Baker's standing right above him. And never even looked down to say, hey, man, you okay? <laughs> never even up looked up, at right, him. Right, yeah. Like,
1: Oh, and you did notice it, wow. and I didn't. And it's like Beckham has a reputation, you know, of being a a me guy and not a team player, and yeah, some things like that start to show up, you know. And yeah. even when he's out there, he gets hurt again. I mean, you've been you've been I'll give you credit. You've been harping on that since they've added him, and or you know our fantasy talks. You didn't want to do with them this off
0: season because you don't trust them. It's pretty much coming to fruition. Yeah. I, I it's it's not it. It's the fact that I don't trust him, and I don't think that their passing game gives you enough to eat on to to justify where he was going in drafts. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't fit. Yeah. You know, even on his best days, what's he getting, six or seven targets? Yeah. You know, and it's just not enough, and you, you can't trust him to stay healthy.
1: I wonder if you gave uh, yeah, their head coach, Stefansky. Stefansky, true serum, and said, you can have Jarvis at 100% or Odell at 100%. Jarvis. Especially with Jarvis. Keenum as quarterback, yeah. I think you want Landry. Yeah. He blocks. He does the dirty work. He's not 100%. He'll catch but the
0: big third down pass. Right, from, you right. Know, he's not going to run, run,
1: hit Jarvis. Yeah. You know, throw one over the top to Peoples-Jones. Yeah. I mean, Odell's not that important to them right
0: now. He really isn't, Mm-mm. which is amazing. It uh, is amazing. He, you know, you're talking about a guy who in his first, what, four seasons was on like a Hall Superstar. of Fame Hall of Fame track. And
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, just another it's not now. fantasy reference. There was like three years in a row in the dynasty world, he was the first pick overall. You're yeah. Like, boy, I'm gonna have that guy for ten years. He's the best receiver in the league. I mean, that's now you can't guy. get rid of him. Right now, he's a, <laughs> you can't give lead. him yeah. away. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing that you noted uh, in, in your in your stats here, uh, the Steelers' offense is snapping the ball on third downs. 13.3 third downs they face they see per game.
1: As an offense.
0: As an offense. Yeah. Now, they're converting 42.5% of those, which, which is, is good. good, Yeah, which is above average. average. Right, right, right. But point three is way too many.
1: Yeah. One thing I've really come around on is everyone talks about third down percentage in a game or the season or whatever. They were 5 of 12. And everyone looks at the numerator, yeah. the 5. Oh, wow, they converted 5 of them. I'm more concerned with the denominator. But if like, you were
0: 5 of 16, that's not a good day. If you're 5 for
1: 9, that's a good day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, more often now, it just shows you don't want to snap the ball on third down. Yeah, too much can happen. Too much can, Too much bad things happen. League-wide, the third down percentage over the last two years is like 45%. So, if you're snapping the, down, the ball on third down, most of the time you don't get it, you know? Yeah. and. There are some, some really good offenses that snap the ball a ton on third down because they run a million plays. Yeah. You know, So some you got to take it with context, too. Like, if I'm out there and I have all these long drives and I'm putting up 500 yards, I'm going to get the third down a lot. But the Bills, the Chiefs, you know, these teams don't get the third down very often. Dallas, you know, some of these teams like that, yeah. they're just highly efficient on early down.
0: First down, second down, first down, first yeah, down right, second right, down, first right. down, second
1: down. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, or... Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, they hit a big play on third down or on first and second. But I almost didn't put that in the stat pack just because I kind of like what the Steelers lately have been doing on early downs even if it's resulting in third downs because yeah. it's sticking in Najee's belly and he gets three. You know, like this team isn't the Cowboys or the Chiefs or right. the Bills, you know. Their quarterback isn't that guy. They're not the the dynamic, you know, hit you for an 80-yarder. So getting to third down the way they have against Keenum, Bridgewater, and Geno is fine by me. Right. But if it's against Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, it's a little uh, different. It's a little different, right?
0: Yeah, I think you do have to play a little bit differently. You know, I think if you look at how aggressive the Steelers have been, mm-hmm. they weren't aggressive in, in the game last week. No, they Against yeah. right, Seattle, right? Okay, right. we're going to hand the ball off. We're going to keep running it, even if it doesn't work. We're just yeah. going to keep pounding away. I think we're not going to take them shots, them, yeah. even though this team gives up a bunch of them. Because you, they intercept one, or you turn the ball over in that situation. Yeah, right. you're just the, helping the them protection out. Protection doesn't hold yeah. up, or
1: you know, right? Absolutely, don't give play, them any gifts. When you're playing Aaron them.
0: Rodgers, you're going to take some shots.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and there's a coaches talk about this all the time. I mean, there's a big difference between winning football games and not losing them. And I think when you you both those teams last night played not to lose. You know, the Steelers-Seattle, both those teams played not to lose. Steelers-Denver, both those teams played not to lose. And Green Bay, they've kind of been doing this all year, including against the Steelers, in my opinion. They've been fortunate enough to play not to lose because the teams haven't threatened them enough. Yeah. You know, or teams that they're playing are playing outside their comfort zone. They make one mistake or... One safety gambles and Rogers sticks a dagger in your heart, you know, right? Like, you know, right. And, and they haven't had to play outside their comfort zone.
0: Yeah, so that's that's it's it's interesting. We'll see. I mean, there are going to be some games down the road where Roethlisberger is going to have to, yeah, take more of those chances. I got some interesting stats in okay. regards to that. We'll talk about those when we come cool. back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.